Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. I love that. Yes, I'm really passionate about conversion optimization. I don't really call it that, but, um, but I get why you would call it that. And, you know, I do so many listing reviews. So you guys can go to amazingathome.com and you can go underneath my services menu and you'll see there's a free listing review thing there. And you can submit your listing to me and I will go through it and I will tell you what's wrong with it. And the thing is, I look at it from a customer's view. I ask the questions. The first thing I do is I look through your photos because that's what the customer does. And just like Anthony said, this customer, the intent to buy is there. So number one, can they actually find your listing? You know, they're using suggested searches on Amazon. If I'm busy and I'm on my phone, I start typing something in, dish, and then I'm gonna see what Amazon suggests. Drying rack, oh, that's exactly what I need, click. You know, if I don't see what I need on page one, I might add some additional words like, oh no, I want one with a, you know, with a tray underneath, right? And so with, I'll type in with tray, right? So your job is to make sure that number one, that they can find you. And so if you're not on page one, you need to make sure that you're at least advertising on page one or page two, right? Because otherwise, if I have to scroll down to page eight, I'm not buying it right? You're lost. Yeah. You know, a a joke that I really love, Amy, uh, where's the best place to hide a dead body? (laughs) Page Page eight. (laughs) No one's going to ever go there. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the first thing we have to do is we got to get in front of our customer and we have to get in front of the customer, like Anthony says, that has the intent to buy. So if I'm specifically looking for a dish drying rack with a tray, that's what I'm going to click on. And if you have only used external tools and you have not looked at Amazon as the customer and you have not taken Amazon search suggestions into your brain, you're going to be less relevant than the person who has written their listing for those search suggestions, for those phrases. But Amy, I used this tool over here that said that the keyword search volume for this other keyword was higher than this. So I, I didn't use that because I, don't I wanna show up for more searches at a higher search volume? Yes and no, because you still wanna be very relevant for dish drying rack with tray. Like you want to be there, you wanna make sure, and then Oh my gosh, Anthony. So this, this is where we got to get into it, right? Because, okay, your SEO is all good on your listing, right? Your search engine optimization, you got all these keywords, all these phrases, all these things, and you show up on page one for dish drying rack with tray. And what does the customer see on page one? They see your main photo and they see a little bit of your title. So they click on your main photo and the first thing they do, they're not looking at your listing. The first thing they do is they're scrolling through those photos. Number one mistake I see registered brands make, they put all the good stuff in their EBC and they ignore those main photos. And it's like, what are you doing? Is your EBC is beautiful. And your main photos, your photos up in the top in your listing are terrible. Like they don't communicate to that customer. So they're not even looking at your EBC yet right? Because that would require them to scroll. (laughs) So we want to keep them up in the buy box area 
where they're looking through your photos. And then the second mistake that I see, Anthony, and you can, you can totally back this up what you see, you know, from your side. But the second mistake I see is I see these beautifully written listings that totally sell this product and no photos to represent them. We have a lifetime warranty. No photo that says anything about a lifetime warranty. This is the best product. You can use it everywhere in your kitchen, in your bathroom. No photo that shows that you can use it in the kitchen, in the bathroom. Like <laughs> there's, you know, it, great written listing, no photos that show that. So what do you think about that, Anthony? Do you, th what do you think about the photos and do you have a strategy for conversion that you guys use at PicFu that you've seen people use um, that is really good for photos? Absolutely. So, you know, when it comes down to your photos, you know, I think it's a it's pretty common knowledge that when people are reading your bullet points, they're only going to read, you know, your first three bullet points. And if they do, they're going to skim. Right. So exactly with what you're saying, it's when someone's scrolling through your secondary images, once they're, you know, they're on the listing, they know they want to buy this product. They've taken the time to click what exactly what you're saying. Don't save the best information down for your A plus content for your enhanced brand content, whatever it might be you really need to, as people are scrolling through, think about what are the biggest objections uh, that people might have that you might need to overcome? And what are the biggest things about what's the purpose of this product? How is it going to make your life better? And you definitely need to be putting that uh, in your image gallery and you should be doing that Again, if someone's on your listing, you gotta, you gotta anticipate that they're gonna leave, that they're gonna bounce. And so what you have to do is your second image, your third image, in order of priority, if they only get two images deep, three images deep, you need to make sure that what the information that they're getting is everything that they're going to need. And as well too, you want to create stuff that looks visually appealing. That's easy for the brain to digest because you don't want someone to get to your second image and say, this is garbage. I'm going to bounce. You want them to want to click through to the end and then ideally make it to that video at the end. And so it's really comes down to, you know, and, and the whole point about pick foo is it really comes down to like, how can you optimize that? We're, I don't know if, uh, if your glasses are like tech glasses, but, uh, or if they're real glasses, but, you know, for anyone with glasses and you've been to the eye doctor, anyone who's been to the eye doctor, it's exactly like that, right? You're, you're saying, okay, you have option A, they're flipping the lens, you have option B. Option A, option B, is it clearer, is it more blurry? The really cool thing about visual conversion optimization is like, unlike when you go to an eye doctor, you can get perfect vision, right? Or pretty, pretty close. Um, the cool thing about Amazon is, you know, you're not limited with just like, you know, one thing, there's an infinite number of possibilities for how you can send a visual message. And so the whole point of uh, kind of how we approach visual conversion optimization is what can you do to make the information easier to digest more clear so that if someone looks at something for only five seconds, it should be very clear what they're looking at very clear what the purpose of that image is. Yeah, makes sense. Exactly. And then I think I like to try to lead the customer through the psychological process of buying, right? I mean, in the customer's mind, first they need to click on that main image. So I'm sure that you guys at PicFu have a lot of people testing main images. So let's talk about main image testing. What are some ways you could, first of all, let's talk, what is PicFu? Like, what does PicFu do? Who are they? What is this whole thing about? So let's let's talk about what PicFu is. Sure thing. So so PicFu is you really simply stated it's just instant access to real consumer insights. So essentially, we have a panel of more than ten thousand people all in the United States, and essentially, you can take whatever you want. It can be product packaging, it can be a logo, whatever you want. You upload it into PicFu, 
you can put up up to eight options. Most people are going to do, you know, two or three options at a time. And you say, okay, which product packaging do you prefer for this dish drying rack? Which logo do you prefer for this brand of home goods? Whatever it might be. So you write your question, you upload your images, and then unlike a normal split test, which requires that you have traffic or um, it might take, you know, three, four weeks to set up, these PICFU tests are going to be done in anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour most times. And so what's really cool as well is, and where I think the magic really happens from PICFU is that people aren't just voting, hey, I like option A, I like option B. The real magic for PICFU is that every single person that responds, every person that votes, they're required to give detailed feedback as to why they actually chose option A or option B. And so that's where you really get these kind of, you know, out of the box, innovative ideas that you wouldn't really think of. And so if you can kind of take that feedback, um, that's really how you can increase the quality of, of your images overall. The other thing that I really kind of like to point out is like, if you think about a company like Nike or Under Armour, when they launch a new product, they're going to spend anywhere from $45,000 to $75,000 just on consumer research. And the reason why makes sense, they're putting so much time and effort and resources and money into to making this product launch, they don't want to have something that fails or they don't get it right. And so the thing is, when you're selling, you know, back in the day, when I first started selling on Amazon, you could put anything up, you import a product from AliExpress, yeah. and you could just crush it. But now it's all about having a brand, something that looks like, you know, a big product. And as these big legacy stores are going out of business, that spending isn't just going to evaporate, right? The world's not going to end. It's just going to, all of that, all of those resources are just going to move into uh, e-commerce and, uh, you know, FBA or Shopify, Walmart.com, whatever it might be. So true. It's and already happening. I'm having brands that are only brick and mortar reaching out to me constantly now saying, hey, we need to get online. How do we do this? And I think brick and mortar will always exist. I mean, we're always going to have the big retail giants because we're always going to want to go down the street and buy certain things, you know, groceries, Walmart, you know, we might pick up things more now than we go into the store, but people still enjoy retail therapy. And so I don't think brick and mortar is going anywhere, but I agree. There's a lot of stuff and there's a lot of major brick and mortar retailers who are building out major online channels as well. And so it is, it's, it's huge. It's, it's a different world, but yeah, I agree. And the thing is the more retail you can look because Amazon has gotten so saturated, right. With private label sellers, right. Basically all following the same formula, kind of doing the same thing. And so the more you can look retail, the more your product packaging looks like it belongs on the shelf the more the American consumer is going to take you seriously yep. because they're going to go, Oh wait, I'm sure I've seen that before. I think that's from bed, bath and beyond. Oh yeah. I've seen, Oh, that's a big brand. You could be the tiniest brand ever, but if you do professional retail packaging, not only can you start selling wholesale and selling in, in other channels, right? Besides Amazon, but you're not going to have as many problems on Amazon. Right? When you submit photos of your packaging, Amazon's not going to shut it down. They're going to go, oh, dang. Okay. This is, this is a, a real brand. So yeah, I, I love that. And I think that now this is the best way for people to be able to test is visually through services like PicFu. And there's not a lot of services like PicFu. You can use Google surveys. You can use Amazon's Mechanical Turk. Like, but there's not a lot of services, like you said, that have this curated audience already and where you can just really affordably 
pop up a couple of pictures and say, hey, what do you think about this? Which one do you prefer for home goods? You know, which logo do you prefer? Which package do you prefer for this or that? Um, and you're getting that consumer's opinion. So awesome. So tell me a little bit, main photo, so important, right? Because that main photo is what it stands out on the page and gets somebody to click. And when we did our packaging for our relaunch of our product, we made the packaging very retail because we're moving into retail this year. And what we, what our package designer did is they put our package mock-up on the page on Amazon next to all related products. It was so helpful. Here, I designed this package mock-up to give to them that was like brand colors, blues and grays and all of that. And they designed a green package and they showed me mine, my idea with the blues and everything. And they showed me this green one up against all these other products in my niche. And I was like, wow, I want to click that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm changing everything about my brand today, you know? And so how great is it that you can put your mock-up next to all these other products on Amazon? You could take that page, right? And just basically paste yours over it. And then you can put that on PicFu, that image of page one, basically, with your product in there. And you can say, which one of these do you prefer? Which one stands out against the competition? But what are the ways have you seen people testing their main image? Because wouldn't you say that that's like the biggest, the main image is it? Absolutely. I think main image without a doubt, because it's, that's, that's the whole thing around your CTR, your click-through rate. And if you have a low CTR, the, the reason CTR is also such an important metric is because it ties closely into your PPC, right? If you're running pay-per-click ads, Amazon, Amazon's going to charge you all day for, for showing those. And you want ads that are actually, people are going to click into. And so, yeah, some of it comes down to your title. Some of it comes down to your price. Some of it comes down to your review. But think about yourself. When you're shopping on Amazon, what are you really looking for? Everyone's prices are more or less around the same range. The reviews, most people kind of assume that reviews can be faked anyway. They're really looking for that main image. So kind of the biggest strategies and tactics to test in regards to your main image, number one is showing the product in use right? That is, that's absolutely huge. So in some of my presentations, I give a, an example of there's an apple peeler, right? It kind of peels off the exterior of the apple, the apple skin. And so if you're looking at that product just on a white background, you'd have no idea. Is this something that I'm going to find in my workshop? Like who knows what it is, but if I show a nice bright green apple and it's peeling the skin, oh duh, I know exactly what this is. And everyone else might be selling the exact same thing, but again, it's all about what you're saying. Everyone else might be, their product might work and function the exact same way, but you're the only one who's actually showing that bright green apple. You're letting the customer uh, make that. And so sometimes people get confused about this because there are different versions of the Amazon TOS, which says that you can't use props, right? You can't use models. But then there's other versions. The direct language says props and models can't be gratuitous or distracting. Yeah. So if there's one thing I can share from working at Amazon, the number one tip, is that they drill this into your head every single day. Amazon's goal is to be the number one most customer-centric company in the world. And so when Amazon puts their terms of service in, what they're trying to do is they're selling every product imaginable. And they can't come in and say, well, if you're selling an apple slicer, you can put an apple in it. They're putting in language that is going to be broad. But at the end of the day, what they're training, the SOPs for their staff are if what the image is doing is helping the customer to make a better buying decision. If it's making the buying experience better, they're not going to mess with you, right? And in fact, they're going to encourage people to do that. 
Now, they're not going to come out and publicly say that. Um, but so that's a big one, using props, using models. And yes. again, doing it in a way that's not distracting, right? You can yeah. totally go over the top and show all of these different things. Or, you know, I guess Amazon also, what they don't want to do is if, you know, if they're selling like this Yeti microphone that I'm looking at right now, they don't want to show like, you know, things that might confuse the customer. Oh, is this included? Does it come with a case? Does it not? You know, all of these different things. And what you really have to ask yourself is like, is what I'm doing, is it ethical? Does it actually help the customer make a buying decision? And if you're on that side, I have never seen a scenario where Amazon messes with you in that, in that regard. And that's just my personal opinion. I mean, people might not no, agree. Yeah, I completely agree. I've worked with people on that all the time in terms of like showing the product in use. The other thing that that Apple does is show the size of the product. Absolutely. Right? So, it helps the person visualize, oh yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking for. No, that's good. Apple peeler. Got it. Right. Um, I so love it, it, that. And, and then the other thing that I love to see in main photos is if you have legit looking retail packaging, put it in there because again, that's going to stand out to the customer and they're going to go, Oh, I've seen that on the shelf somewhere. Oh, I trust the shelf. Um, you know, because Amazon has really been saturated with all these, you know, crazy things happening. So it's really good to create um, very retail looking packaging and put that right in your main photo. If, yeah, if, if I, so, so the, the biggest, the biggest takeaways I would say in terms of, uh, in terms of optimizing your main image, and these are things that you can go to your creative team, go to your designer, if you're using freelancers or if you're using an agency, go to them and say, okay, come up with multiple versions of my main image that test these different things. So test different types of props, different colors of props. Um, another big one is the orientation. So how the product is actually situated. Or is it to the left? Is it to the right? Um, is, you know, if you have product packaging, trying it with the product packaging without the product packaging. Uh, if the product yes. packaging, you know, you could show it straight on, you could change the orientation or the rotation. Uh, product inclusions are a really big one. So the other day I saw a massage gun and I had all of these extra little heads, uh, these little attachments for how you could massage different parts of your body. And so some sellers were just showing it kind of haphazardly. And then the ones with the best main images, they were uh, organized in a really clean way. It showed the case, it showed everything that was included with the product. So how your, your product inclusions or bonus items are oriented. Um, another big one is if you have any product that's wearable or size might be a question like you're saying earlier, what can you put in there to give a sizing reference? Um, as well too, if you're selling products in different multiple color variations. You know, again, Amazon says you're not allowed to have graphic design, you can't have decals, but imagine if you're uh, selling those full face snorkel masks, right? And you're selling it in five different colors. Again, Amazon TOS would tell you not to do this, but you can't in your title say uh, full face snorkel mask, red, purple, blue, green, pink, whatever. But if you put a little decal and you show visually from the first page, now again, you know, Amazon, people would tell you not to do this because it's breaking terms of service. But if I'm shopping, I'm going to very quickly be able to see, okay, I'm not interested in any of those colors. I'm not going to click into the listing. That's why Amazon doesn't suppress these listings. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of if there's anything else uh, product packaging is a big one. Yeah. And the other thing too, that a lot of people don't realize with main images is you can really push the limit on this. I've seen people doing things with, you know, this, I don't think is in the better buying interest of the customer putting these graphic design decals on. Um, but they are really effective at catching people's eyes. Right. Yeah. So yeah. We've done that with like bamboo plates, for example, we've done like 25 pack across the corner of the, you know, because again, it looks like it's packaging and it stands out and it doesn't just look like one plate. If you're selling a 50 pack of cups or plates, like you need to be able to call that out. Yeah. 
And so, and so the other, the other, the last thing I'll say there in terms of images, and then I just want to make a quick note on packaging. Um, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is I'm not saying to, to push the boundaries here, but at the end of the day, compared to any other thing on your account, what's going to happen is Amazon is going to take away that image and they're going to make you replace it, right? It's not a performance yeah. notification. Your account isn't going to be suspended. And so that's just the truth of, of what's going on there. Um, the thing I'll say about product packaging as well is because, you know, product packaging is just massive. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. And we actually just had a case study that we published maybe a, about a month and a half ago with this company called Terasio, which, uh, you know, they buy and acquire Amazon businesses. And they have this brand, Angry Orange, which is a pet deodorizer. And it, it very clearly, you can, you can check that out. You can just Google Terasio Pick-Through. They, they, using Pick-Through, optimized their product packaging. And their original packaging was fine. Like, it was to, like objectively, it looked totally good. But if you compare it to what they have now, there's no comparison, right? It's much better. And so just by just that one little change and having more robust, more dynamic product packaging, they grew that brand from $2 million to $20 million in sales. And so like if you're having a conversion rate, like I've personally seen conversion rates higher than 75%. Imagine that seven and a half out of every 10 people are going to actually buy your product. So if you're looking and you're like, man, my conversion rate is like anything under 10%, you're doing something very, very wrong. Yeah. I would agree. Yes, I love that. You know, it's important to realize that you have potential, right? Realize your market, know what your market is and realize the potential that you have. And, you know, for me uh, in the pet market, I know that I have barely scraped the surface of cat owners in the U.S., you know, so I know that I have so much more of that market to, to attack. So, Love that about packaging and packaging is so, so important. Um, I think that it used to be people would spend a lot on gift boxes, right? They would just, everything is in a gift box, in a gift box, in a gift box. And, and in general, Americans don't really, like we don't really, we're not really crazy about gift boxes. In fact, we feel bad if we have to throw away a really nice gift box. And so, you know, that's the thing is like, don't spend a whole bunch of money on a gift box, spend a whole bunch of money on communicating through your packaging, making it look super retail, making your brand look so, you know, communicating that product to the customer and making it look very legit, right? Spend your money on that versus a, um, a gift box. Unless of course you're selling a gift basket or a gift pack then that's different but if there was a, just this trend for a long time everybody was putting their products in these gift boxes and they were trying to say well it's in a gift box and it's like okay know your market right because if the customer is like oh my gosh it's very expensive and it looks like most of the money was spent on that gift box and i don't need a gift box for this they're not going to buy your product as a result so i love that you can use pick food to kind of check those things um, and it is, it's super affordable. Um, so main images, packaging, is there anything that we're, I mean, there's so many use cases for this. There's logo, you could check your logo. Basically, anytime you need an opinion from a consumer, you know, maybe you're trying to validate your product idea. Maybe you have a product design in mind and you're trying to validate that product idea and you're saying, you know, would you buy this or how much would you pay for this um, product like this versus like this? And you're showing these different options. Well, it's a great way to get very fast results and not 
like Nike's have to spend $75,000 on research that's really going to pay you back in so many ways. Um, and I know, I just wanna point out, Anthony, that PicFu has a really great gallery of previous tests, right? Where can people find that again? Yeah, so, so one thing I do wanna say is, because everyone, sometimes people are, are nervous about this, I know how protective everyone is with their brands. So everything on PicFu, our panel, everyone is bound by a confidentiality agreement. Everything's 100% private. With that being said, we do have a public gallery. So when you're checking out, you can opt in. You have to intentionally do this, but you can save $5 and you can make your poll uh, public. And so if you go to pickthrough.com slash gallery, um, then you can, actually find, you can actually see a list of a whole bunch of uh, historic tests that are either done by our team or people that just wanted to save five bucks. Now there is like a, a gray hat tactic, I think that was in some masterminds that people would say, go there for product ideas. And so like, you can do that. If that's your product research strategy, I probably think it's a pretty weak one. But uh, yeah, so definitely go and check it out. And, and the cool thing about PickThrough is like, obviously this is tailored towards you know, we're talking about e-commerce, we're talking about FBA, but uh, actually how PicFu started was, you know, the, the founders of the company, Justin and John, were working on another website around restaurant menus and they were, you know, consistently butting heads on wh where they should go in terms of the design. So they, they just kind of created PicFu as a, as a personal tool, but our verticals are in, in publishing, obviously e-commerce, um, pretty much anything. Uh, what, what we really say and, and what you'll see in the Thrasio, we have a testimonial up, um, you know, Thrasio uses PicFu in every major creative decision. And so you don't need to use it on like absolutely everything. Your creative team should be able to get you 90% of the way there. What the real use of pick through is to A, to make sure that what you're doing didn't totally miss the mark. It's just a good insurance policy. But then B is just to get those really awesome out of the box ideas. And that's the whole concept that we call progressive image testing, where you kind of start with something. And just like when you're sculpting, right? It starts out at this block and you're chipping away and you're chipping away and you're chipping away. That's what pick through is really valuable for is like you start off with something and then you just keep and you guys are going to see, because I know, Amy, you're part of our agency design competition. You guys are going to be hearing about that uh, probably in the next month or so. Uh, and you're going to see kind of the, the whole process there of, of using PicFu and, uh, you know, kind of the creative process with PicFu. But yeah, you can really use it for any part on your listing. We see people using it for their infographics, even before going into the creative process. So like, imagine, you know, when I was at Virtuous Graphics, people would have to pick their models. So you could say, okay, which model do you think is going to best resonate uh, to conceptualize which environment for a lifestyle shoot, uh, which you know color Pantone for for graphic design? You're, you can test your video hook, you can test your call to action, and you can try. You know, I've seen what people do is they'll when they're shooting and they're in video production, they'll shoot multiple versions of their hook, they'll shoot multiple versions of their call to action, they'll run it on PicFu and they'll kind of get some ideas, right? Again, the, the whole thought is like think about how much money you're spending, your initial PO. Right? How much are you spending on your freight, your third-party logistics, your fulfillment fees? Is it really that crazy to think, hey, we should probably spend some money getting feedback rather than going and asking your partner, going and asking your spouse, your friends or family, that random guy at Starbucks, like, hey, what do you think about my logo? You can do that, right? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just if you're running a legitimate business, don't you think you should get legitimate feedback, you know? Yeah, and I love how fast it is. It's really fast. It, it's good feedback quickly. Um, so stock photos as well. If you're trying to choose between some stock photos to use, I mean, as we have photography at Amazing at Home and we hate using stock photos. We like to try and always create the environment as much as we can so that things don't look Photoshopped because you can always, you can only do stock photos so well. But um, but either way, if you have to use a stock photo and you don't have a model and you're on a budget, well, why not 
pick which one is going to be best before you invest in owning that stock photo forever, right? So that's that's a good uh, another way to look at it. Well, awesome, Anthony. It's been so great having you on the show today. Thank you for sharing your journey with us. That was crazy. And I'm definitely going to um, talk to you more about travel hacking and, and all these other things. Um, and thank you for telling us, you know, about conversion optimization and how we can check out PicFu. Um, there is a special deal for those of you who are wanting to try PicFu. Um, they've given amazing at home people a discount here. I think it is, um, they can use the code amazing at home or they can go to pickfoodcom slash amazing at home and they can get um, a good discount, a good um, first, I think it's like something like 50% 50% off your first pool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, why not? So we've already had some people try it and had really great feedback and, you know, helping in making those final design decisions. Like what color should I make this product or how should the packaging look? That kind of stuff. So it's really, really helpful. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Amy, thanks so much for, thanks so much for having me. And guys, if you have any questions about PicFu, you know, it's a little bit intimidating when you first start, but once you kind of get it, once it clicks, it's, it's very easy to use. Uh, but we've got a really good support team. We just hired on a customer success person. So if you're like, hey, I don't, I don't know, like, what should my question be? What should I be testing? Just hit us up. Like, we're, you know, my job, her job, we're just literally here. Like, I'm so fortunate. My only job is to support sellers and I can hop on the phone, like, whatever you guys need. So uh, thanks so much for having me, Amy. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for rating and reviewing. Thank you for voting for us in the seller poll at sellerpoll.com. We're number three. That's amazing. Like, ah, I'm, I'm just so overwhelmed about the whole thing. So um, thank you guys for being here and uh, we will see you next time on episode 74 of the Seller Roundtable. Bye everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.